operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today we talk about the Bucks Panthers Thursday night football game. We recap last week's shit show of a performance against the 49ers. And we have a couple of your calls. So sit back and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, international underground, thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine. Fucking idiots! What's good? It's your boy, Stank Bastard, King Idiot, back in the building once again for a fresh new Fucking Idiots podcast. It's a week two preview and a week one recap edition. And I'm not going to spend too much time recapping what happened Sunday. I think at this point in the week, we've all heard that shit at nauseum. We know where we failed. We know Jameis Winston has to play much, much better. We know that offensive line who looked decent running or run blocking, I should say, and had some okay results pass blocking they need to do a better job this week as well a lot of positives with our defense but they weren't perfect either all while preparing to face a divisional opponent who we know very well and they know us very well we're coming to the table with a new system on defense and new system on offense but when you get down to it these guys have played against each other for the most part year in and year out so it's week two and for Jameis winston it's been a tough couple days that's not the performance anybody wanted to see including Jameis winston our expectations were high we hired bruce arians to come in here and fix Jameis winston and it looked like more of the same from the kid so how do you respond to that how do we as a fan base respond to what we saw it's going to differ, but I know my initial reaction was anger. I was pissed off. I was right there with all the Jameis skeptics and all the Jameis haters starting to question whether or not this guy is our present, our future, you know, on the top of the Skyway Bridge, questioning everything. And as I looked down into the dark, cloudy waters of Tampa Bay, a little seagull landed on my shoulder. And that seagull whispered into my ear and that seagull said, Hey, Stank, 
maybe it's going to take more than one game for Jameis Winston to figure his shit out. Maybe Bruce Arians and Tom Moore, Byron Leftwich, and Clyde Christensen aren't the magicians we thought they were. Perhaps it's going to take a little bit longer than four preseason games where he had a total of four snaps or whatever the fuck it was. Not many snaps at all. Couple series. Some practices against friendly fire for this kid to change. Growing is painful. Learning is a painful process. And I talked all that shit about how good this coaching staff was. And I need to trust the process. I need to trust that Bruce Arians knows how to handle this situation, knows how to handle a quarterback with these types of tendencies. You know, in the past, I think Dirk Cutter panicked when Jameis Winston started to fall apart. I think Jameis felt that panic and they kind of fed off each other's anxiety. But I don't see any panic in Bruce Arians. I know there is no panic in Tom Moore, Hall of Fame coach. I know there's no panic in Clyde Christensen, who's been around a lot of great quarterbacks. I don't think there's any panic at all within this organization. And that's the difference right there. They're going to sit Jameis Winston down and they're going to teach him how to manage the situations he was in and have to reprogram him in a way. That's going to take some time. That's the realization I came to. So I posted it on Twitter. I'm not giving up on Jameis Winston. But I'm done making excuses for him. And that's truth. That's how it's going to be all season. Jameis played like shit. You're not going to see me post 10 videos saying, well, if he would have thrown it here or if he would have done that differently, then it wouldn't have. No, I'm not going to do that. Because he made the throw, good or bad, it turned out the way it did. That's it. Could the throw have been better? Possibly. Could the decision have been made made differently? Possibly. I don't care, though. All I care about is growth. All I care about is the end result at the end of the game. From here on out. Okay? I'm going to take my emotions out of it. I like Jameis Winston as a quarterback. I'm rooting for Jameis Winston to succeed as the quarterback of this team. He's got 15 more games to prove he belongs here. You know, it's turned out this way for a reason. He's in a contract year, okay? And if we fall on our face, we'll be in the position to take a quarterback in the draft or possibly go after a free agent at the end of the year. More than likely, if he has an up and down season, we'll extend him for an additional year. But I fully expect at that point, we'll be drafting a quarterback or somebody to replace him. But that's long off from now. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about that if we go into the season and we're two and six or one and seven or whatever the case may be if the wheels have completely fallen off at that point we're gonna have the rest of the year to talk about that shit but we're not there yet okay so i stepped down from the ledge on the skyway bridge okay i fed that fat fucking seagull a breath mint because his breath was stank okay it's probably why he found me 
And he flew off into the distance and said, I'll see you again later. Okay. But he gave me some chill. He gave me some namaste. He gave me a little bit of peace. He gave me a little bit of sanity. I had to bring myself back down to earth and remind myself that it's not going to change right away. I'm caught up in this instant gratification culture, just like all of you guys are. I want it now. I'm sick of fucking losing. I'm sick of fucking being the butt of everybody's joke. I'm done. I'm tired of it, but I have to show patience. Okay. My reaction initially was fuck Jameis Winston. Let's find us a new quarterback. It's more the same, just like yours was. And maybe not all of you, but the vast majority of fans out there. Trust me, I was at the game. I heard what fans were saying. As Samer said, people were calling for RG3. Okay, even though we don't have RG3 on this team, I think they mean RG4. They're probably the same people that spell Bucks with two C's. That's a pet peeve of mine. Don't spell Bucks with two C's. Okay? Don't do it. And some of you Bucks fans do that shit. It just gets under my skin. Now, what did give me hope from that game, and a lot of you as well, was the play of our defense. They did a good enough job to win that game. There were some great individual performances out there by guys like Levante David, who played one hell of a fucking game. I thought Whitehead played very well. I thought Vita and Sue made their presence known in the middle of that defense. They pushed all the runs outside. I thought Devin White looked okay. I thought our secondary held up well enough. VH3 got himself a pick six. A lot of people thought that the 49ers receiving core was trash. It was going to be easy to cover. In person, those guys are fast. They have some real speed. Brita was quick. Kittle's the real fucking deal. And Marquise Goodwin, Pettis, and Debo Samuels are really fast fucking guys, man. That was no easy task for our secondary. Couple that with having one of the best offensive minds in the NFL and Kyle Shanahan, who put together a hell of a game plan, schemed his guys open. George Kittle was everywhere, caught passes from everywhere. That was a difficult ask. I think we'll see throughout the season that they're going to give other teams problems as well. So I was happy to see the defense hold their own. I thought MJ Stewart played a good enough game. He got beat on one long touchdown pass with no safety help. Shaq Barrett got himself a nice sack. And it's plain to see right away that Todd Bowles knows what the fuck he's doing. And he's going to have these young guys out there playing competitively each week. Not to say we're not going to have our ugly games and our hiccups here and there. But, but we can take some instant gratification there knowing that we do have a defensive coach and a defensive coaching staff that knows how to game plan against other offenses. So I'm anxious to see what that looks like tonight against an opponent we're very familiar with, against Cam Newton, against CMC, against Greg Olson, who should take his place in the Bucks' ring of horror because he eats our fucking ass every single time we play against them, regardless of who the quarterback is. Greg Olson goes for 80 or 100 and a touchdown or two against us. How are we going to stop those guys? I'm anxious to see how Todd Bowles attacks them. Is he going to bring lots of pressure? Are we going to sit back and try to confuse Cam? 
it's going to be fun to watch. And right now, that's the strength of our football team. Should be very familiar to Bucks fans. I think defense is back on the fucking menu here in Tampa. And that does excite me. And that will get us some wins this year. And if the offense does decide to come around, we might win some fucking football games, guys. Now, I didn't break tape of our last performance. Sam Rossetti watched the All-22, and there were guys running around wide open, and there was a lot of outlet receivers available to Jameis, and he didn't take advantage of those situations and was looking for big plays or big chunk plays. And I was initially critical of the game planning because of that, because I fully expected we'd utilize the quick passing game and some crossing routes and some underneath stuff and some quick hit stuff. And I didn't see much of that. And maybe that just wasn't the game plan going against the 49ers. I think they wanted to run the ball and get their chunk plays off of play action. And I think the 49ers knew that that's exactly what our game plan was. And we were able to run the ball with success. I think Ronald Jones has officially arrived here in Tampa. And that's another thing that's gotten a lot of you excited and gotten you through these last couple of days is that we may have seen the birth of a running back, a guy who can catch the ball, a guy who can run the ball. Jones showed that wiggle. Jones showed that burst that we haven't had in quite a while. I would say since maybe fresh legs, Doug Martin, pre pill popping muscle hamster. And although Barber is listed as RB1 going into tonight's game, I think we'll be featuring Rojo even more than we did on Sunday. Dare, who we all were excited about, had a really mixed performance. Uh, Special teams-wise, at the beginning of the game, he let a guy truck him and got that punt blocked. And if you want to keep that C on your chest and be the captain of the special teams, you can't allow that kind of fucking shit to happen, Dare. You can't do it. He also allowed himself to get caught in that wash, which led to that pick six at the end of the game. Jameis's ugliest throw of the game. The one that sent us all rushing to the liquor cabinet to drown our fucking sorrows. <laughs> I bet your ass was really drunk and sad after that performance, thank you know, Betty, I was. Thank you for reminding me. I think uh, most Bucks fans were feeling a little bit down, a little melancholy. Because we have high expectations for the team that we love. Unlike you, Betty, who's probably never had high expectations for a fucking thing in your entire life. Yo, bitch. I'll fuck you, Stank. I'll have you know I've accomplished many great things in my life. Okay? And my life isn't over. All right, I'm just here temporarily. Oh, you're right about that. Your ass is definitely here temporarily. And if you could temporarily shut the fuck up and play the Bucks takes, I would greatly appreciate it. Gladly. I'm tired of jawing with your dumb ass anyways. I'm tired of jamming in your... Play the fucking Bucks take, Betty. Hey, Mr. Bastard. It's game day. I'm predicting a Bucks win 10 to, 10 to 7 in a defensive battle. No one's seen that coming, but I think we're going to hold on and win it. Uh, enjoy the game and go Bucks. Hey, what's up, Mystery Caller? I appreciate the Bucks take. Mr. Bastard is my father, by the way. Anyways, I don't do score predictions. Actually, I did on the most recent episode of the Loose Cannons podcast where I said we would win 18-0 with six Matt Gay field goals. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with that. Tonight, Bucks 18, 
Panthers, zero. Matt Gay gets carried off the field on everybody's shoulders, takes his shirt off, baby oil coming, squirting all over the place, somebody in the crowd, probably me, uh, you know, something crazy like that. That's what I expect tonight. Total domination, 18 nothing bucks. Okay, Betty, on to the next one. Thank it, Michelle and Tallahassee. Driving home from my sons after watching that game. You know what? It's a good thing I'm a fucking energy healer so I can heal myself of the pissed off and depression I feel right now. I have been one that has stuck up for Winston and stuck up for Winston, but you know what? I don't think I can fucking do it anymore. I just don't. And one of my biggest fears has been he's going to leave us and he's going to go play and take someone to the Super Bowl. But you know what? I don't give a shit anymore because obviously he doesn't know how to make smart decisions with the ball. None of that can be blamed on the O-line at all. It's stupid fucking throws, and I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I know it's the first game, and we'll see what happens on Thursday, and he may have a spectacular game, and that's the problem. No fucking consistency. Oh, my God. But on a positive side, I was very pleased with the defense, except for those penalties from Carlton Davis. And, um, yeah, VA needs to get on DeMar Dobson, too. That was stupid shit also. Anyway, it's a Bucks life, isn't it? Go Bucks. Michelle, what's up, girl? Thank you for the Bucks take. Now, Michelle, I have a question for you. What would lead you to have that fear that if we fire Jameis Winston, that he would go on somewhere else and have success and win a Super Bowl somewhere else? Like, why would you even think that way? Huh? I don't get it. Oh, oh, what? Steve Young. Steve Young did what? He won a Super Bowl with the 49ers? Oh, more than one? What? You mean Doug Williams? Who's Doug Williams? Oh, you mean former Buccaneer quarterback Doug Williams? He went on to win a Super Bowl in Washington? Nah, nah, man. What? What? Trent Dilfer? You mean Trent Dilfer that used to play here for the Bucs? He won a Super Bowl for the Ravens? When did that happen? I don't, I don't remember anything like that happening. I mean, if all that's true, Michelle, then I could understand why you'd be scared to get rid of our franchise quarterback in fear that he might go somewhere and have a comp- competent coaching staff. I think he has one now, by the way. Has a Have a competent coaching staff and develops into a Pro Bowl, Super Bowl winning level quarterback. Okay? Maybe that's why you feel that way. <laughs> Just spitballing out there, though. You know what I mean? Um, anyways. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, I said it before. I can't defend the kid anymore. And I won't anymore. It's put up or shut the fuck up, or get the fuck out. That's it. But I'm on to a positive note, and I'm glad you're an energy healer because I need some namaste in my life, okay? I need it. I need the chakras to be aligned, okay? I do. I need somebody to start burning some incense, all right? I need a little bald man in an orange robe to come over and put some energy on me in my life right now because this whole week has been nothing but negativity. But I feel the positivity coming out of your voice, Michelle. I think all the bucking idiots feel that way. I feel that positivity. I'm going to take that positivity into tonight. 
take a deep breath and blow that shit out and get rid of all this anger I feel and all this rage I feel inside. I think I'm ready to do that. It's Thursday. It's game day. And I got a little special Bucks take. This is from last week's game day. Okay? This is from a little tailgate party that we had in last at last week's game. Okay? This is a little little snippet of how we were doing it before that game on Sunday. Why don't y'all check this out? Bucket idiot. It's your boy Stank. I'm out here at the tailgate with the crew. Roll call. Let's go. Bobby Latte. Steve from Brooksville. Poor Richard Lou, baby. Outlaw. G-Punk. Harold from Atlanta. Bicycle Jason. <laughs> Bicycle Jason. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's tailgate time, hey, baby. We hey. ready for this motherfucker. Hey, Lou, 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 Lou. C-U-C-C-A-S-T-E-O-S. Go, Mike. That's how we do it. We will be recording a victory one of these after the game. We shit that's got me hype and we were hyped last week we wanted a victory and we want a victory tonight as well and betty i just realized we've been doing this whole podcast without music bitch you are figgity fucking fired you dumb hoe that's okay we didn't earn the music this week okay we needed to come back with a victory next week come back with that rhythm that music all right we got to be ready tonight. Let's get that Panther ass, baby. Let's fucking go. Stand up. Let's fucking go, Bucks fans. Bucks fans, I love you. We'll be talking again soon. Hopefully talking about a victory. If not, I'm always here for you, Bucks fans. We love you, fucking idiots. We out. <laughs>